Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Christie's Third Nipple. The podcast is unnecessary as all the broken New Year's resolutions. My name's Kieran and I'm joined as ever by Dan. Hello. And Tarek. Happy New Year to us. <laughs> <laughs> and we know you've spent the Christmas period checking out our superb back catalogue of content and to be honest we can't blame you. But us three... Like the good little elves we are, we were busy watching, reading and listening to as much as we can cover over the break, just to give you guys the best and worst of it all. We've even sacrificed Dawn in 60 seconds to bring you a bumper edition of recommendations and take a deep dive in Youngie's choice of the 1995 cult comedy Friday. So Tarek, Happy New Year, what have you been up to? You know me. Well, hold on. I'm just going back to that intro. But I meant to be reading stuff. I didn't know that. I can't. Have you not heard my dawn in 60 seconds? I can't read. Well, no. <laughs> I didn't sign That's up for that. That's the because my New Year's resolution is to read more. That's just for me. It's, <laughs> it's a call out. Uh-huh. Perfect. That's good. Well, Dash, you can, you can read and just tell me which one, what I need to watch, <laughs> which films or. <laughs> do a wee YouTube thing on it and then we'll watch that and then yeah um, yeah like so, a video essay or something yeah exactly uh, well Christmas Christmas has been and gone and that's it all the decorations are away and everything's right back to normal as they say right back into well, new normal a distant memory ah exactly but I'll still keep the yeah. keep the drinking going anyway that's my <laughs> <Yeah>. plan <laughs> um so what have we been up to? Well, I've got into a bit of a wee battle with my mother-in-law. <laughs> so over <laughs> over Christmas, <laughs> well, it was, it was just before Christmas. Um, she doesn't celebrate her birthday, so it's a names day in Poland. So everybody's got their own day of the year where their name's special. And so she always celebrates that because she doesn't think, like to think about her age. Um so for our, for our names day, we've got our Fitbit. So mm. everybody in my family has more or less got our Fitbit. I've I've been quite good with that. Any time I've uh, well, I've got, got it on another time, and I'm always trying to get, make sure I get my steps. And I said to her, I was like, look, I always try and get ten thousand steps. And she was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, but don't worry, you won't. It's it's quite difficult to do. Just kind of just go about and just kind of see see how well you can do it. And. Um, first couple of weeks she was just kind of getting used to it she was just going for wee walks and so on and so forth but see since Christmas holy shit <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking poor battering me <laughs> give your rosy oh massively I'm <laughs> getting absolutely wasted here 20,000 15,000 and she does it and she, <laughs> I just know she's just sitting there mocking me. She's just waiting for, for when I'm sitting down working away and she knows that I'm busy as hell because I'm not up and down the stairs as often and things. And she'll just be, oh, I'm just way out, Tarek, and just go away, walk down, do a wee 5K walk and come back. And then later on in the night, I'm just, I'll am just i probably just be sitting down. I'll be happy I've just done like 10,000 that day. And she'll just pop across and go, oh, Tarek, no, no, oh, no. So glasses, no glasses. How many steps on my watch? And I look, and it's like 15,000. I was like, oh, oh, 15. And just walks away laughing. <laughs> Puts her glasses back on, last year. <laughs> walks away with her finger in the air. <laughs> I, I can attest to this because I've I seen her. Remember, um, I was 
at the park, at the Broughty Ferry Park with my kids, and just seen her walk past and thought, oh, looks a bit like Izzy's mum. <laughs> and then I asked her about it as it was. Yeah, so what's that, about four miles from your gaff? Yeah, four miles to... Well, it's usually right, right along to the end of um, Broughty Ferry, so... And she wasn't stopping, like, she was going towards the Esplanade, so... Uh, yeah, like, right to the end of the Esplanade. Yeah. There and back, so... Some of our <laughs> listeners might see her on our travels. Yeah, yeah, keep an eye yeah. on uh, Keep an eye on her. And the last time I seen her, she was showing me off this Fitbit, and she was hiding her very... Right, <laughs> 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 don't tell Tarek. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on so I'm going to hear oh, okay. step it up somehow um, but apart from that they're walking the presumably usual. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah just the usual stuff for uh, kicking about my crazy household what about you gents what have you been up to watching shit I've been watching loads of shit I've tried to kind of watch some stuff as well and I've, I've tried to keep reading I've, I've halfway through well there's a, a new Spider-Man game Spider-Man Miles Morales and uh, I got this prequel book for uh, for Christmas as you can see my bookmark's halfway through oh, so yeah. I'm doing pretty well I finished the game before I finished the book but <laughs> that's just how it is because <laughs> the game's a lot more fun than the book but uh, <laughs> it's not the same with the book but yeah I'm just trying to watch some stuff like on a, on New Year's, just before the the bells, my friends invite me to a PlayStation party, and we do like uh, kind of like the Netflix watch parties before they were a thing. Yeah. And so all of us on our individual PlayStations, while chatting to each other, kind of synchronize and watch a Netflix movie together. We did it for a while. So the movie we watched was one of the recommended ones called Spree, and it's got. Um, the boy from uh, Stranger Things uh, with the Steve Harrington with all the hair uh, the main characters from that and he plays kind of like this uh, wannabe influencer and he he drives uh, the spree is kind of like an Uber over there and um, he drives around trying to just kind of tries to crave the best content but it slightly goes like completely off the rails when you realise what he's actually doing trying to get the views and how desperately he wants it. And it's he, he, someone who's online a lot and comes across these influencer types, he definitely nails the kind of fake personality they put on. Yeah. Kind of like the, the always having the perfect life and everything. But he puts it with this kind of more kind of psychotic edge where with the other ones is just kind of, they're just kind of like jerks and real real life but he's just like more aggressive and psychotic so it's pretty good pretty good movies it was a laugh as well so it doesn't take itself too seriously but yeah it's, it's see, when you're, movie to watch uh, see when you're watching that with all your friends is yeah. there much uh, chat going on or do you just kind of because that sounds hmm. sounds really good it's kind of especially yeah. where, we're, where we're at um, yeah but I, I couldn't I don't know. I like to just sit down and just have nobody talking at any at any point going through it. Even if somebody's yeah. eating something, yeah. I'm giving them skulls across the other side of the room, or <laughs> throwing the remote control really, to tell them to shut up. <laughs> yeah, it really just kind of uh, <laughs> puts you in that position if you're sitting on the same couch as them when they're right in your ear. But yeah. it really depends on what kind of movie. This was more 
uh, kind of more you could just chat and react to the kind of things that were going mm. on. But we've watched kind of more horrors or, th- or thrillers. Like we watched that, I forgot, I think it was called 24 June. I think it's called, it's like the Swedish movie. Uh, it's, it's, it's in, I believe it's in English, but um, it's about uh, kind of like this uh, massacre that happened. So that was a very serious movie. We all kind of didn't talk too much about that. So you could have yeah, that the one with the guy? When you go, Tarek. Uh, is that the one with the guy that goes on um, the island and just goes? Yeah, yeah. There's loads of yeah. There's loads of kids on an island. Uh-huh. Oh, on is that based on the street. true story then? Based on true story, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty long. It's two and a bit hours, but it it just it just kind of really encapsulates how quick something like that can happen. Like it's just mm. instant. It's like right, right then and there, they're thrown into this scenario, and it's uh, then it comes more about the aftermath and recovery and mm. trying to heal after it. But that's not like we're more silent during that. But we're oh, I was going to say a great that. movie and watch, watch me the lad too. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my choice, <laughs> but honestly, that was a great movie. To be fair, now, my little tell when people yeah. are making too much noise and trying to watch something, I will just grab the remote and rewind it. Just like get them yeah. like, fucking missed that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, yeah. Missed that again. And they're like, <laughs> why'd you rewind? Oh, why, why are you watching why it again? Because <laughs> 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 I'm too busy listening to what's going on with you and your girlfriends. Jesus. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I try that. I uh, watched, I've spoken to Dan about this already, but. I think both of you actually, but Knives Out. Mm, yeah. Daniel Craig film. And I really enjoyed that. I thought it was great. Really good Daniel film. Craig's good in it, yeah. Oh, he is good in it. I saw that in the, the cinema when it uh, first came out. I went by myself after work. But yeah. That was, that was this great movie. It's a lot, a lot of twists and turns. And it's... Yeah, yeah. So, it just, uh, so there's a murder, it's a murder mystery. That references loads of must, murder mysteries from the past. You've yeah, got, it's like a fan written. Yeah, yeah, but a good yeah. Way. a lot. I, th- I think you've even got a Colombo reference in there. Uh, Poirot. And what I was saying to Dan as well is like one of the cops is good because he he's like a fanboy who's read up on all these uh, murder yeah. mysteries and he tells you, mm. "Oh, that happened in that book." <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like bring some humour to the thing without taking away the seriousness of the murder and so on. Yeah, the, the mystery is about like a, a murder mystery writer, and so mm. like it's referential with the books he's yeah. created in that yeah. world. Yeah, it's good. Uh, uh, it's good. It's good when you get a movie that's actually making you think. You see the murder mysteries. You don't see many movies that are or recent movies that are bringing this concept in because. Everybody spoils it. There's too many spoilers kicking about, so you're not going to yeah. yeah, yeah. actually be able to enjoy it as much. Um, but yeah, this this brought us right back to um, Cluedo. That's that's my main yeah. murder mystery movie. If Clue, yeah, yeah, Clue. Curry, yeah, absolutely amazing film. Just because it just keeps warping <laughs> right back. Uh, it's just genius that film. The only, thing I don't like, so funny the only thing I don't like about it is mm. the car chase scene. It just it kind of seems like out of sync with the rest it of the movie. Different, different pace. Yeah. Just yeah. And she's in this weak car because obviously she hasn't got a lot of money. Uh, Anna de Armas' character 
and then she's just like outmaneuvering the, the police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just so unfitting to the rest of the film, but nah, it's really, really good fun. So I'd recommend that. Knives Out, Daniel Craig. And we think that uh, there's going to be a sequel that is just Daniel Craig's character in another completely yeah. different situation. So a whole new. I, I said to you, I, I wish that happens because as long yeah, as, as, much as I sure like the cast. Right. Yeah. I feel like we chance got a chance at another kind of movie or two down you, the you line. You couldn't do the same. Just... You couldn't do the same family, the same household. Nah. It's, been, it's been done. They got their comeuppance. They got yeah. the happy ending. Yeah. yeah. It was a bit um, girl with a dragon tattoo ish. <laughs> Is that because well, he's a, in a, it? A lighter, a lighter, no, no, just um, same type of murder mystery. A girl with a dragon tattoos still around the, around the one family where. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's died and they're trying to work out how the f- how it was actually came and about. Daniel Craig's character again is an investigator, yeah. not not a policeman in that. But he's he's more of a journalist than a you know a, a PI. Then he, he he is in in Dragon Tattoo. He's a journalist, and in this one he's a kind of PI. But still, yeah. I'd say this is funnier though. It's cheekier and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, if you were to pick one, which one would you prefer? I, I'm a massive that's, that's, tattoo fan. Like, read uh, the books, seen the Swedish version, seen the, the US version. Um, yeah. So that's darn then. As a character, <laughs> Elizabeth Salander is right up there with one of the best ever. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. I'll need to watch those because you've taught to, you've, you've really taught them up and especially the books as well. Yeah, read the books. Uh, no, watch the film and then tell me which one's better. Okay, because <laughs> we know how much I like reading. <laughs> that Craig could be a dawn. Swedish versus American. <laughs> the Daniel Craig yeah. film sticks to the book pretty much page with page. I will say that. Yeah. The Swedish trilogy, uh, you know, went off in little tangents or skipped bits. Um, mm. that, I will say that, and um, there is only one of that kind of it didn't make a franchise it was only one and there is another English film with Elizabeth Salander in it but it's a new character who plays her and Daniel Craig isn't in it just kind of like what Spider-Man do they just change the character change the actors and do something else Um, still still, still got its um, you know plus points but it's a bit diluted as soon as you move away from the original Mm -hmm. people yeah, you just know that a lot more of the kind of backroom staff have probably moved on, and they're not keeping that consistent. Yeah, I just yeah, I just think it was feel a, and it was never meant to be a sequel. It was just yeah. totally different. Just different people did it. Mm. And I don't know a bit of knowledge about the books is the guy who wrote them. Um, what's his name again? Larson. Uh, what's his first name? Can't remember. But Steve Larson wrote the books. And then died before they came out, or died before they got big. Oh, so that's so never, sad, eh? Never that's good. Never knew. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then somebody, somebody's written fourth book again. This is like similar to what we're talking about. Another person took on the story and, and added a book to the to the to the trilogy that was already there. Mm. Yeah, that would be interesting to see if he would have liked the movies or not, because you get some mm. classic movies like. Uh, the, the Kubrick Shining, but Stephen King, like apparently, hates it. <laughs> oh, really? He changes yeah. a bunch for the 
the book, like, I think the main thing that, like, because Stephen King likes to put kind of a stand in for himself in a lot of the characters, so it's, it's always like a writer or something like that in there. And uh, I believe in the book, Jack Torrance, uh, the main character, kind of has like a redemption, or redeems himself, he sacrifices himself, blows up the hotel or something like that. But in the movie, it's just pure evil. And right, I think yeah. he saw it as like insult to himself, like, yeah, I don't know. I think he puts a lot of himself in this book. So I think, oh, there is a way out. Talking about that character, but then the movie is just like, no, <laughs> he dies. <laughs> so it's so personal to him, and they've just like dismissed it. <laughs> I think there's plenty of other reasons as well. But... Yeah. <clears throat> Anything yeah. else, you guys? Changer. Um. Yeah. Well, one thing that I uh, uh I was watching um with my young ones was um it just came on to disney plus soul mm. so um so the new one from disney uh it was um it's about a a jazz teacher a middle-aged school band teacher and his life's not gone quite what he was kind of hoping it to be um he loves he has got a big passion for jazz and just as he's about to get his big break he dies um, he's, uh, it's quite early on, so it's not. And then he he's on his way up to the big escalator in the sky, and he decides that he's not quite he's not ready to go because he wants to go back and he wants to get his uh, his break. He wants to actually play his jazz in the way that he wanted to play it. So he tries to get back into back down to earth, and he eventually gets back into earth. And how he's it's all about kind of the meaning of life I would say and it, it does get really quite heavy um, the kids got a wee bit angsty with it they were kind of they were watching it with one eye and they were wanting to kind of do other things but it's, it's, it's a decent decent movie um, a lot of big names in it uh, you've got Jamie Fox, and there's quite quite a lot of good um, good little side characters um, you've got Richard Aduadi and a few other um Who does he voice? He voices the counsellor Jerry, I think it is. So the guy on the boat. Oh uh, yeah. So the so the sign twirler. The sign twirler, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but no, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not sure how much the kids actually enjoyed it. It's as it like a six plus or something. So I think I might have just missed the boat with went uh, over their heads. Two younger, yeah. Some of them went over their heads, um, and there wasn't as many kind of adult jokes. If you no, like, like you, you usually pretty... get quite a few of the adult jokes types. Yeah, but it's quite heavy. It's quite. Um... The theme's quite heavy, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We watched oh, that, to- we watched so that together, uh, Daz, yeah. you were here, and then it was kind of like Poppy, again, never really took a huge interest in it either, and she's five. Yeah. Mm. I, I, was, I was trying to, I, 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 I don't think it's a bad way, I think I might have tried done too much. You know, it was a kind of high concept as well, it's kind of like, if it was inside out, but it was juggling like a couple of people, yeah. mm. instead of just the one girl, uh, I think her name's Riley in that movie. Uh, that's kind of straightforward even if it's got these weird concepts of emotion characters and places in your brain visualised it's like okay we got to get home so 
she doesn't run away. But in this one, it's but, like there's a lot into it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think inside out's got a lot more kind of quirkier things around it. Yeah, yeah. Able to, where the young ones are able to keep engaged. This one's quite because the angry guy's angry. Yeah, even, red, yeah. and the yeah. same one's green. And yeah, it's 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 quite easily spelled out. But yeah, there's there's a lot of even the color content within the yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. within the the animation that was quite dulled yeah. down. Um, even in the, the atlas type of stuff kind of afterlife uh, or area kind of like that even if it you know was kind of like blues it was just kind of like it's like the, the characters just kind of melded into each other yeah a little bit but mm. I don't know, it's, it's, and it's yeah you're right it's, it's dead like inside out it's, it's got quite a, a lot of the same type of thinking behind it um oh no I enjoyed it I had it on my list to talk about so I'm glad that you mentioned it mm mm I'll oh, take a, 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 rash, <laughs> a rash turn here. Uh, one of the movies I watched, uh, well, again, uh, was Dread. So it come on Netflix and I just knew I had to watch it again. Is the uh, movie with uh, Carol Urban and he's appointed basically as one of these judges which just Judge Judy and Executioner <laughs> in this like futuristic kind of as a post kind of war fallout world. So a lot of radiation around and everyone's in this super mega city. And he um, is taking this trainee on her like first day and it's showing that she has kind of like abilities like to kind of sense or to read people's minds. But she failed the uh, like, like the test to get in and be a judge, but he takes her under his wing. And they, it was, it's really great because not only the action and the characters, but... It really does feel like it's a day in the life of that world. Like, uh, it, it, and it's just like, okay, there's one mission. We're going there. It's in this one massive, like, in a, uh, flat, essentially. There's always like a super flat, and then this gang's taking over us. And then they just had to go in and like, basically go floor, 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 up and down to mama. take care of the big boss. Uh, yeah. And it's just, it's just excellent. You can watch it on repeat. And it never gets any any worse. I agree. With yeah, that. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I love the yeah. concept. It's it's one of the films that I I like about some films is it's kind of like it's in a box. You know, it's not going to go outside this. You know, yeah. the, the sort of the the ending where a spaceship comes down and destroys everything is is not going to happen. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's that, and it's it's, it's quite it's pretty short, is it? It's not a long film. As, yeah, I think no, so, it yeah. feels very fast, at least. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely excellent. And it's just, film. it's just, it's just badass. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a gun, and like he can <laughs> kind of voice activate with the different types of it. And one of it was like uh, super hot, and the guy's like, "What?" And then boom, it's like a fireball just gets shot right through <laughs> his mouth. And... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's definitely the best made movie. Interesting acting as well, where you only see like his chin. Yeah, look, look yeah. So that I was the whole point in a, when he was graphic novel, yeah, comic yeah. book, yeah. Um, so you never got to see his face in the actual graphic novels. Right. It was only so when it actually got when uh, Stone took it on back in the nineties, probably, mm. and he was t- taking the helmet off and all this jazz. It was just <laughs> no right. That was in his contract. What are you, what you doing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I didn't need to be seen. <laughs> I had to tell. Yeah. 
I just tell him Sloan. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have a new movie. But you can't see your face. It's like what? <laughs> All it's got is that weird face you make when you speak and yell. It's like no, I need my other. I need my other. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was just I mean, that was your saw. <laughs> I mean, it was great because even once it, once I'd finished watching it and I had to find out who it was that actually played Dread, and I found out it was um what's his name, Carl Carol, Carol Urban. Yeah, the boys. Um, Dad, you got yeah, watch that the, show, the boys. boys. The boys is absolutely. I mean, Dad, I hadn't heard of it. That was. I was like, that was going to be my it. next segue into. Yeah. Um, well, for today. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, on then, just um, do it. Well, just what I say, dread, amazing film, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. it. Oh. Right up there, it gets right into the graphic novel, um, way that the. F- well, the movie that the graphic novel sh- should have made in the, the original films. Why the boys? Um, it's three seasons, I think. Has it been three uh, seasons? I'm not sure. It's it's been two. They're they're making the third. Yeah, I think in and around COVID, you know. Yeah. Um, Kieran, it's about superheroes, but it's not Marvel. It's not DC. Well. It's- I think it might have an offshoot yeah. of DC esque, um, but it's more kind of it's about corporate um, power taking over the superpower. So mm-hmm. the boys, the boys are a group of superheroes who are managed by a corporate company who have monopolized them and they're making sure that they make as much money as they can from these superheroes everybody knows them and loves them super group um yeah super group yeah and they're pushing them to do everything that well not even pushing them to do their bidding it was just kind of you make sure you're in the public eye and do what you can and then one of them um accidentally kills a girl yeah and her boyfriend then kind of turns against them or looks to kind yeah, of find out why. has a chance encounter with Carl Orban, yeah. And yeah. the show's never the same. And then yeah, that's it. it. Um, one of the best TV shows out there. Really, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the, I think the highest mm. rated or viewed show on Amazon Prime. So I'm surprised oh, that I you haven't yeah. haven't heard of it. But... Yeah, it was it was a really incredible show. And such a takedown on kind of like if superheroes are real, it, like the corporations would own them and like monopolize them. And like there's there's groups like teams within there, and it's like oh, uh, they don't go and save people without a full brief, a full knowledge. Like oh, this uh, saving these people put your uh, points up by five with this certain crowd of people. <laughs> and it's just it's such like that and in the, the biggest, second season yeah. and they're making a like a fake movie like about <laughs> community is such a critique <laughs> on all the superhero movies that so oh, the biggest thing yeah. you've got well that you get is all the superheroes they're just dicks they're just yeah. complete pricks to the best if you were if you were um the Invisible Man, what would you do? You would be hanging out in toilets <laughs> and just masturbating all over the place and stuff like that. It's it's really dark, it's really gringy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, not, it's not dark, it's just kind of just... <laughs> yeah. Performances, uh, say, though, with, with Carol Urban as, uh, as the butcher. Or, the uh, butcher's butcher. a brilliant. Yeah. 
And my one of my favorite cars of all time now is Homelander, Anthony Starr. Mm. It's it, it's such a complex car. He's kind of like the Superman standing dad. So, like it. That's also it's also based off a graphic novel as well. But mm. he's he, he's not just kind of pure evil. He's just got like a lot of complexities to him, mm-hmm. and is he just wants to be kind of loved and appreciated by everyone. But he has a hate and contempt for everyone that <laughs> loves him, and oh. it's just—he's just such a great character, and what he does, and oh yeah, can't say enough good things about the boys. Uh-huh. That's good. Then. Got the big, the big boss uh, from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, yeah, Gus. He's Gus. in a lot of things now. He's also in the Mandalorian. Mm. Um, I don't. I've not. I've not gotten to this most recent season. Yep. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, spoilers! I'm, I'm amazed you've missed those. I got spoiled. Oh well, oh, sorry. I've, yeah, I've seen. I've seen him uh, in the end of the last season, but yeah. Mm. So, uh, speaking of like you were saying, characters that are quite complex and got a lot going on. I'll bring in. Uh, what I've just finished on Netflix it's a series called Jiri Haji and I'm sorry to our single J- Japanese listener if I've mispronounced that <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it translates as duty shame and it's uh, I think BBC had something to do with it being produced but it's on Netflix now and it's a tale of Japanese brothers one's a cop one ends up being like a gangster, like joins a uh, one of the Hakuza's and mm-hmm. escapes to London because, not because shit. And the brother gets sent to London to find him, bring him back. So he needs to bring him back or shit, or there's going to be like a, a, a gangster war in Japan. And if he does bring him back, he's probably going to die. So, you know, there's conflict. There's, um, as I say, it's, it's there's shame. Every single character, though, has did something quite well, wrong or bad in the film. They're all trying to get their kind of their own uh, atonement or redemption. So there's that. So and it's quite good. Like uh, you know, J- Japanese uh, yakuza's and and all that sort of thing is quite. You can imagine they're like stylish. You know, brutal at times. Yeah. Um, you don't see a lot of the brutality it's kind of uh, you know there's not like a bloodshed it's not like a Tarantino thing yeah and uh, to be honest I'm quite quite mixed with the thing it's it's good in that sense there's a lot to keep it going Uh, there's you know it's kind of mixed in with the odd bit of animation in that not overwhelmingly it doesn't take over it's kind of like the start of some episodes in that so that's quite good I, I I like that sort of thing what? Kill Bill-esque? Nah, I'd imagine it probably goes to the same tradition that Kill Bill got their thing from. But, right, okay. Um, the things I don't like about it is uh, one of them is Kelly McDonald. I'm afraid to say. You know, do you know who that is? She was, she was in Boardwalk Empire. She's Scottish. And in Boardwalk Empire, I don't know if it's a hangover from that, but her, her accent was all over the place. It was I just found it really unconvincing. And and when I seen her in this, although she's just playing a Scottish person, I still kinda find her uncon- unconvincing, especially when she's going up against 
uh, decent characters who put in decent performances. The one, the guy who mm. plays Rodney, he's a, he's a, a London rent boy, basically, who's addicted to drugs. And he, he, his character's like complex, obviously, but his performance is really good. And there's... Well, it gets pulled back right at the end, though. The last episode, one of the twists is so clever and so kind of like... Um, in the background that you just forget about this character sort of thing and then mm. you know they, they do something and you're like oh that's that's the reason that was going all along <laughs> really clever that really enjoyed that yeah. then just as things are kind of ramping up you know there's like three stories all converging to to, to kind of come together at the end mm. there's this bizarre scene that happens that I've never seen happen in, other than on a theatre stage I won't say what it is so bizarre. <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> right. You're looking for experience to watch the show, eh? We were, yeah, we, were, we were uh, watching it and Leah says, what the fuck is this? And <laughs> she, she, it was quite funny. She said that the one person who didn't get listened to the whole series gets his opinion chucked in at the end. <laughs> and she, it was the only way she could describe it. <laughs> what is going on here? And right. You can't, you, you can't take your eyes off of me. You're, you're like, what? The? And then it just kind of goes back into the story and away they go. The guy just comes in off his smoke break, and goes, "I've got an idea." Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, it into like musical or something? In a world, kind of. <laughs> right, right. Just so un- unfitting with what's going on. Um, but I think still probably worth a watch. There's still enough there. I was never completely into it. And then the twist that I'm talking about nearly got me. Like, yes, I'm right behind it. I wait to tell everybody about mm-hmm. it. And then this fucking yeah. thing happens and I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then it ends. Like it's, that, it's quite a vague yeah. ending, which I don't mind. Mm. You know, it opens up a different season if they need to. If they don't, then I'm fine with that as well. So, you know, I kind of like that. It's not one of these happy endings where everybody... <laughs> Rides off in the sunset, but it's what we're G- talking thirty minute episodes or no? It's it's an hour. It's eight episodes, um, roughly an hour long. So it's G R G I R I H A J I G R I H A G on Netflix. I'm pretty sure you can search uh, G Shame as well, and yeah, that, yeah, there's a good chance that'll come up. Also, check out our program notes. We'll have links to all these. Yeah. Yeah. Any others? And on our Twitter page as well. Yeah. Uh, just just um, one more from, from me. Uh, I've, I watched for the first time the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie. And I was just blown away because you, you hear, like, obviously all the slasher classics and someone who didn't grow up at that time didn't get the chance to see them. You just, you just kind of get told that they're good. And I, I like I like the Friday Thirteenth movies, but they are kind of the same. Um, Halloween, the first Halloween, I didn't like at all. I felt like I was kind of a bit same same, and it was just a bit boring. But Nightmare on Elm Street kind of blows them both out the water for me, and it's right. it's also got the iconic villain, but it, it plays with the the idea really well of like a, like a kind of this <laughs> like demon or something messing around with your dreams and just kind of toying with these uh, uh, high schoolers and just kind of some of the kills in it are just 
so memorable. Like <laughs> I could just I, I know what I felt like when I saw them, and it's just I don't know. It's just kind of like I said, blew me away, and uh, they just they just really knew what kind of movie they were going to make and just kind of stuck to it the whole time. Because we're going to kill as many people pre- in as many random ways as possible. <laughs> The premise does seem silly in the face of it, but they do work really well with it. Like, like creepy man comes around your dreams. Like, uh, you can see that a lot worse, you know. But they do it in such a way that, yeah, it deserves to be up there with the the rest of the horror greats. I was introduced to these mm. when I was about, I don't know, seven. I was watching these mm. these films. Mental. Is this is this? But I've not seen them since then. But I do remember one, and I don't know if it's like one, two, or three, or whatever it is. But there's like a, a, a like a little model on the wall. I, I don't know if it's Jesus, but it's something on a cross, and he kind of mm. morphs from that. Is that in the first one? Uh, well, yeah, I think I think I think it's a little bit. Um, I do remember, like uh, the yeah the the main character has like a Jesus. Like a cross on the wall, so I think he does. Simply, he knocks it off the first time and then messes with her. Then, uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that is the one. But um, it, yeah, it's just the the idea of Freddy Krueger. I think that's before he kind of becomes more jokey. I think it happens in the sequels, but <laughs> like he's just a straight out kind of villain. Mm. I was put off Nightmare on Elm Street at a very young age. Nightmares and everything. Nah, there was, uh, I was done. Yeah. <laughs> so, my, brothers showed, um, yeah. <laughs> my brothers made me watch it when I was maybe about seven or eight, and then that was it. No horrors for me for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. Another, thing, another thing I've been watching as well, watched was. Yeah, I'll stick these two together, right? And you might not think they go together initially but Richie Rich and the Aristocats so watch them both this is, like, this is what I was telling you about uh-huh. you've been out for your daily walk your government sanctioned walk now and you come back go to your bed stick a film on for Poppy so one of them was Aristocats and immediately before it starts Disney Plus gives you kind of like a warning like about, about how this was written at the time it portrays certain cultures as you know, it takes the piss out of them, basically. And they're saying, we, we, yeah, we don't um, condone it. It was wrong then, it was wrong now. But we're not going to take it away. We're going to keep it there and kind of learn from it sort of thing. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's go. I was already kind of intrigued anyway. The Aristocats, I liked that little uh-huh. animation. I was, I was up for the, you know, the songs and that. But then I was like, yeah, let's go and spot the fucking racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spot the racism in the car and the yeah. see what you will how feel they were Warner Brothers, won't you? <laughs> in Walt Disney. <laughs> so I went on and okay, set in France with you know American accents. So you're getting all this weird accents and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, is that it? Is that it? Am I missing anything here? This this is okay. And then it gets to the scene where um I can't remember his name, but he the the kind of Guy who was in the Jungle Book, Blue the Bears, same voice, like that cat, right. takes right. uh, the Duchess and her kids back to his uh, gaff, and he's got all the, you know, the the, the jazz players 
that's all just kind of singing in that. <laughs> cuts to the piano player and it's like, mm. I think it's like a Siamese cut, but it's got the really, you know, narrow eyes and <sighs> teeth. And it starts playing the piano with chopsticks and going, thinking about egg for young and everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, that's no, it. No, got yeah. it. Got it. Got uh, <laughs> Oh, dear. Yep. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's, it's so like bad. Yeah, it's like those crews, crews from the original Dumbo, isn't it? Like, they're on the railroad and then, oh, no. It's, uh, it's hard to believe how acceptable it is back then. I mean, uh, give it <laughs> and a somebody's, uh, somebody's turning around going, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Fun. It's the 70s. Mm. So... Uh, that, that's fine and okay so I skipped it so that was funny that I was just pissing myself at that uh-huh. uh, um, I'd, still, I'd still go back and watch I think the rest of the cats is a class movie otherwise I've never uh, I'm going to say I've never watched the rest of the cats never in my life and then Richie Rich came on again good good family viewing this is not really well yeah I'm going to say it this is a good example of the 90s fat joke. Yeah. So Richie Rich is, has got, you know, his family's fucking minted and he employs loads of people. One of them's like a mad scientist who's this huge guy uh, mm. who's just always eating. Like, we get that you're fat like, and fat jokes are funny and they always will be funny. But why did the fat people always have to be seen to be eating junk food or drinking fizzy juice in the film? Even one of the kids, his mates, is fat. And there's a joke where when the security guard drops a Twinkie and he runs past, grabs it, says spoils of war and starts eating it. We know he's fat. fat. I I don't know, Kieran. Put the cheeseburger down and let's discuss this. (laughs) It's more me when it's a child actor as well. Yeah. Like, Uh it's such such low-hanging fruit that... Is it funny? Was it ever funny? There's ways to to slag fat people. Fat people slag themselves. Ricky Gervais does it very well. I'm not saying you shouldn't. You shouldn't have fat jokes. <laughs> just I don't. I never think it's funny when fat people are just eating, like for the sake yeah. of that. You know, for, that's the joke. That is the joke. I'm fat and I'm eating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when it's when it's just too glaringly obvious, then what's the yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just drop that one and give a, give a, a wee subtle one at some point. Hi. Uh, There's one uh, of them in in. Uh, we we'll watched a bit of Jurassic Park fat scientist drinking fizzy juice mm. there's a there's a fat joke in uh, Friday as well you know the one yeah. who looks like Janet Jackson uh, fa- oh, but that, was, that, that was a brilliant <laughs> way I love that fat joke <laughs> so, like, like that's that's funny there's ways to do it but mm. um, yeah just, just just an observation about you know, his desk is full of like empty Snickers wrappers and that. Maybe, it, maybe it's the, maybe not even the early days, but maybe it's the. Kieran, didn't watch Night Professor then. <laughs> <laughs> Your belly will explode. That's yeah. one long fat joke. It's isn't just it? like we watched Jurassic Park the other day. Yeah. We watched Jurassic Park and Dennis Nedry's. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it's just full of fucking junk food. And what's it? What's that thing where the, the sponsors pay to get in it in the film? Oh, Transformers done the. Oh yeah, all that the sort hell of thing. Yeah. That. yeah, so maybe it was um, that. Maybe he needs to be shown a fucking Pepsi can. Where are we going to put it? <laughs> put it in the fat guy's hand. As as. Yeah, people will just expect it to be there. Yeah, was that? I can't remember what it's called. This is some thingy advertising. Oh, it doesn't matter. Aye. But yeah, yeah. Just, just get the get the fat guy eating the Burger King and yeah, the KFC well, at the same maybe time. Maybe you'll notice. Uh, um, no, another thing I watched I think was, was when you go. No, no, go for it. Right. Uh, well, I finished. I kind of mentioned this briefing late in uh, one of the earlier episodes but the Oscar Pistorius documentary mm. got around to finishing it it took me ages it was four part quite a lengthy thing for a documentary um, and even really, I, I've kind of like obviously writing a sport so there's that interest um, there's a lot there to keep, keep me going I do appreciate it it's not for everyone but I would recommend it it goes because it's so long it goes deep into his childhood his parents uh, interviews ex-girlfriends mm. and obviously Reva Steenkamp who was his girlfriend who he, who he murdered you, you hear from her family her backstory uh, it goes into the fact that the, the judge in the case in the initial case, because there's appeals and all that sort of shit. But the initial case was a female black judge. So, I mean, that's obviously quite historic as well to be such a massively big uh, media case. Um, dodgy cops, the prevalence of rape and violence against women in South Africa. Mm. All, it goes, it goes in, into all that. So there's a, a lot there other than the fact that this guy, you know, lost his legs when he was a baby and went on to be a famous Olympian, never mind a Paralympian. Just great. Just so much there. It's it just like, it is a lot to take in. So, I mean, I don't, I, I took, it took me... What was, the, uh, what was it on? Was it a BBC one? Or? BBC, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. there's a good chance it's on the iPlayer. Mm. And there was no, I, I remember seeing it when it was coming around um, mm -hmm. a few times and seeing the adverts uh, about it and a few people discussing it but I, I never got around to watching it because I think because it was so long I was thinking that is, that is, right, that is okay. it was it was just just on the cusp of the trial maybe mm. when or when that was coming around but it goes and, goes back and forward though a lot mm. uh, you see him at the yeah. trial, then it'll go back to, you know, when he was starting out athletics, and then it'll go to the trial, and I'll go back to when he first met Riva, and then you know all oh. this. It's yeah. Uh, did you ever watch the the People versus OJ Simpson? Yeah, that was uh, I enjoyed I that, know. but that's 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 kind of more of a actor's based way of looking at. Or dramatising the whole yeah, trial. which which I don't know if I like that. Just that, mm. that format, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I like that. That was where you the fucking the, the it's all the Kardashians. Uh, all yeah, yeah. As soon as I seen the Kardashians just thrown in for the other reason than they are the Kardashians, I was like, fuck this shit. Really, uh, 
it was it was still a it was still an entertaining watch. It was just kind of sat back and um, mm. batter on through and gives you a wee a slight insight into what was going on by OJ Simpson in that trial. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, no, I definitely I'll definitely would go back and watch the Oscar Pistorius one. Um, it's, it's, a few years. Be prepared, it's emotional as fuck. Uh, it's a yeah, roller coaster right. because he's had it's called the trials of Oscar Pistorius so it goes through his uh, you know, obviously losing his leg there's things that happen between his mum and dad that I didn't know there's no reason you kind of should know but it's that's heavy he's got to deal with that um, and then there's the interesting from a sporting point of view is when he was breaking through and he was like just beating everybody in his kind of disability class he was beating yeah. people in, in the, the next up disability class so people who were technically less disabled than him he was beating them he was getting times that he thought oh let's go race against able-bodied people yeah that's to beat them and then there's a court case where he has to fight to get into the olympics because they were deeming that he had an advantage of <laughs> no legs you know the the, the blades that he used it was called the yeah. blade runner uh, uh, they, they said that he was they were giving him more spring than a normal ankle would especially kind of later on into the race because mm-hmm. like from just the naked eye you've seen when people tend to slow down he seemed to, he seemed to be speeding up <laughs> So there was all that he, he had to like fight in the courts to get to run against people and then yeah there's a lot there but what's good about it's just quite quite haunting when as you said with the like you'll go be in the court but then it's it cuts back where he first meets her and it's mm. like oh god you've just they'll cut back it's like you've just talked about her death and yet here we are you're much younger obviously yeah. alive and happier and you're like oh no because you know how it ends as a, as a way of making a documentary it's really clever because there there was criticism because the trailer that the BBC put out on Twitter never it was like a 30 seconds long maybe a minute and a half something like that but it never mentioned her name it was all like oh Oscar was a hero and then he fell from grace watch this and I was like well you kind of should fucking mention the, the person that he murdered you know yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest most right. important thing that's happened to him in his life uh, OJ just was driving a car like you know what I mean like he didn't kill anyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson just sang songs you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I will say is watching it though it always did a good job of bringing it right back to why why you're watching a document in the first place and that is that he killed mm. Steam Camp uh, so yeah, you, I mean, you, as you said, a roller coaster of emotions because you go on a journey with him, and then you get hit with this again. Boom! Yeah, he he shot her, uh-huh. and uh, it's a lot that goes into a person, you know. Oh, well, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, um, I, he should be defined by that, but also by a lot of other things. Well, you know? what I will say is, if your mind's not made up about Oscar Pistorius. Before you watch it, we'll be after you. You get everything. You get everything. Mm. So, I would, I would recommend it. Uh, obviously, it's not for everyone, but uh, it's it's definitely worthwhile. I hope it's still available on the iPlayer. Well, we'll check that out later and yeah. stick it on the Facebook, uh, Facebook, Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> Um. So. 
the I've, I've watched a few quite a few other things um but i think i might just batter through them mm-hmm. um and then just kind of give a, a quick synopsis like uh, cobra kai cobra kai on netflix if you've watched any type of karate kid get cobra kai in your life it is amazing. It is absolutely fantastic. I've just finished watching uh, season three of it and I'm gutted because I can't wait because I'm going to have to wait even longer for season four. That's how bad it is. So yeah. get watching Cobra Kai. Must watch. Right, I'm only going to do the rest pretty rapid. So Midnight Sky, George Clooney, um, he's stuck up, stuck up in the North Pole trying to direct a spaceship back to earth predictable if you fancy a watch watch it death to 2020 it's a wee recap of 2020 and everything that's been going on yeah watch it it's all right taskmaster decent very decent (laughs) me and the missus have been watching season after season must watch um and they're just uh young ladies into sister act one and sister act two you're daft if you've not watched that because they are amazing Oh, Sister Act, fantastic. Sister Mary Clarence at her best. The Morning Show, show we'll finish that off. Must watch. Really, really good. Um, it got uh, got better um, further into it, we got it. The Queen's Gambit, if you've not watched that, I don't know what's happened. <laughs> because uh, I think it's one of the biggest watched show on Netflix. Had you, had you, had you seen that million. before we mentioned it here? Or did you go back? Like, how had you um, off our no, recommendation? I was, was, was off your recommendation, right. Ian, yeah. Uh, I went good. and watched that, and then once it started, when then once I kind of got into it, I was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. um, there's something about yeah, it's so amazing. There's something about this, the way the style of it being shot. Um, I, I don't know what it is I don't know how it is but there's some things 70s 80s kind of yeah it could be that it could just be that because there's one that I'm going to talk about that's set in the 70s as well and it's just it yeah. could be that era that I just like I just know immediately mm. there's something about well I, I've I saw a clip on Twitter from like a cinematography account I follow and there's like this it includes this long shot from the Queen's Gambit I think when she first goes to Vegas Mm-hmm. And she gets out of the car, walks out of the car, walks out of the hotel. It was a massive like, kind of spiral like, uh, staircase. But it's just this long take, and it just follows it all the way up and everything like that. But it's not like right in her face. It's quite back, so you're kind of breathing, taking it all in. And it just like goes into it. It's like, there's no need for that. You can just, all right, she's in the car. All right, she's upstairs. Cut, cut, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it, no, it's just... It's I'm sure. I'm again. sure they do that in like the seventy eighties porn they used to watch. Kieran, that might be what you like. <laughs> yeah, it takes me back. <laughs> My comfort blanket. <laughs> Your sticky blanket. <laughs> Is that your list done? <laughs> Sorry, that's my um, last my list done. I got down with Cluedo because I was wanting to discuss Cluedo, but you've mentioned the knives out, which brings Cluedo. Oh, okay, I, I watch as well. Right, I'll run through the rest of my list then. Finished Mindhunter season two. Uh, that's that's terrific. It's kind of the it's based. It's, it's quite a fact-driven series. It's based on. Uh, a newly formed 
uh, division at the FBI, which deals with behavioral science kind of thing. Uh, it's yeah. the start of it's, it's it's the guys. It's the FBI small team who developed the the, the theory of a serial killer. So they go back and interview serial killers who are in jail, serving time for what they've done, and basically just asking questions. Like they don't sit there and judge them. They just say, "What was your feeling when you were doing this? Why did you do that?" Uh, Ed Kemper, they speak to. He was the co-ed killer. He used to chop off the heads and have sex with the heads, everything like that. His he, actor is phenomenal. Amazing, amazing. Like I think he's won awards for his his turn in that. It's really good. And again, that's quite that's quite stylish. It's it's quite minimalistic, I would say. Um, I think what, David Fincher is kind of in about that, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, is Charlize Theron, who played a serial killer in Monster. Uh, so she she's like an executive yeah. producer or something yeah. in this. So that's quite interesting as well. Um, so uh, again, they interview real life killers, although their characters are kind of loosely based on people who existed, you know, and, and they've got mm. backstories too, Yeah. which what I was going to say is in the second series, uh, I'm always interested in how you, you kind of make things different from the first or how you extend the season. Yeah. You know, do you just repeat it or do you bring in a new element to it? And and in the second season, there's kind of three main characters emerging. There's the two cops at the FBI, and they've brought in a doctor who's like a like a, an academic. And mm. each one of yeah. them have, have got their backstories kind of ticking along in the, in the, in the background. And the one I find least convincing is that one of them develops an illness, which kind of starts to affect what he does uh, but I think they're maybe playing a long game with that because they're already setting up season 3 uh, they've introduced a killer right at the very first episode at the beginning of the episodes of most episodes of season 2 you see this killer and then they just leave it Yeah, that's all season 3 so it's really clever mm. but I just think the fact that they've given yeah. this killer I, I didn't like that um, as much it, was, it did it, it feel just, like a a waiter, waiter season, like wait season three. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, with those, yeah. I I've heard that that's the uh, I don't know, there was a spoiler, but apparently it's supposed to be the BTK killer. Oh, it like, definitely is. It definitely torture the, kill with all the torture kill the ropes mm. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Which there's a, there's a there's a kind of uh, there's something on Netflix about him alone, just like real life. Yeah, thing about him. Uh, no, I didn't mind that BTK stuff. It's the fact that what's his name, Holden Ford, you know his kind of yeah. panic attacks and that he has. Um, yeah, just just uh, nitpicking really because I think it's class. I think it's really interesting. No, they do, they do that kind of trope with other shows where it's like, yeah, or cop shows stuff like that. The cop has got a clear sense of the right or wrong. He talks to a killer or a criminal. And all of a sudden, he thinks about committing crime himself. It's like he's inside his head. It's like I, I've seen that quite a few times. So yeah, even if it's yeah. an incredible show like Mind Turner, it's like, come on. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Ed Kemper, isn't it? Ed Kemper has this kind of amazing power to influence people. Get yeah. in their heads, and it's him that kind of mm. brings on this panic attack with the guy. Okay, so I'll move on. Um, small acts. Tarag, you mentioned that. First episode, uh, it yeah, kicked me into watching. So. so me, Darren, and Leah watched. Well, Leah loosely watched the first one. I thought it was amazing. 
yeah it's based on so many people we knew in it yeah yeah so it's based mm. on the, this west west indians uh in london during the mangroves late 70s early 80s and yeah there was all kind of focused on this one restaurant where they were able to go and chit chat and just be just hang out um but the police the racist met officers just raided it willy-nilly nine times in two weeks or two months or something like that just ridiculous and it all ends up going to a, a, a trial where two of them end up representing themselves it's all a true story uh really really just fantastic the second one is nothing like that it's it's like a 10 years or so later and it's not really plot driven at all it's it's a house party that these mm. um you know you've got a bouncer on the door play the best tunes drink red stripe which i'm doing right now <laughs> smoke all your weed uh try and get off of the girls and it was more like a a feeling you know like a like I was seen setter really of what what young kids used to get up to, you know. Well, kids yeah, in it was the, the happy you know. times. Yeah, yeah, happy yeah, times yeah. of the the seventies of being that kind of that type of race in the middle of centre of London. It's not all doom and gloom. There was a lot of happy times, and uh, this kind of brings brings apart that. I mean, yeah, it's it's really good to kind of see how how much. They put into having a big party and how they had to make sure that their parents weren't finding out that they were ducking out just to go and dance about with their well hopefully pool um when i was watching it yes it was really really good um mm. I mean, yeah, and yeah, what I just thought of there is like you've had a lot of films uh, dealing with, say, like the nineties rave scene or hmm. things like that, and it's just got nothing to do with anything else but the scene. It's just yeah, outlining this is what happened, this is what went down. We'll follow a couple of characters, but it's it's about the music, it's about the drugs, it's about the drink, it's about trying to get the girls. This is what went down, and that that is what the second episode of this is. Mm. Oh, the second film. It's not. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's five separate films. Uh, the third one is I've not seen it yet, but it's John Boyega, who is is a scientist or something like that, and his dad gets beat up by police, and he thinks the only way he's going to kind of like change anything, you kind of sit back and moan a bit, is join the police himself. So he kind of goes in the inside with a view yeah. of. Um, so I will watch that. So I'm at the same point as you on this. I mean, I just finished uh, Lovers Rock. I think that's what the second one's called. Um, I just finished that a couple of days ago. Um, It took us two... uh, I had to watch it in two parts. It's a 10-minute dancing, kind of... Yeah. Is that that at the end where they play the same song, like, two or three times? Um, It's not even at the end. It's kind of maybe three quarters of, or two thirds of the way through you've got a ten minute song where they're just dancing um, yeah. and you, you just hear that song and they're just singing but um, I read in kind of some of the notes that said because of the way that the actors and actresses were kind of portraying the happiness of just being in that kind of zone and just enjoying the, and just bringing on home the whole um, entertainment side of of we're we're wanting to party. We know that we're potentially going to go outside and 
maybe something could happen to us. People might say something to us or we're just going to enjoy ourselves while we're in here because we're in a safe, safe place. Plus, there's, there's already kind of like beefs and arguments went on with people in the room, but it's like once they go in the room, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's, they're there to dance. They're there to have fun. Yeah, yeah, this is this is this is the party. This is this is what we are here for. Um, which it does come across really well, but ten minutes mm. was a bit too much for me. <laughs> yeah. so is that the, is that the one where it, it, it kind of cuts out when um, he's not singing, or is it the one with yeah, the guy? Yeah, and no, it's when they're singing. Um, we can see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Plus the one as well where the guy you get the guy song where it's the kind of you know it's like the equivalent of a mosh pit type song and the guy yeah kind of and they and they say play again play again and they play like three made me made me start thinking like Oasis or something when when we're all kind of in one pub and we're showing oh just stick it back on yeah yeah play again play again Uh oh great scenes. Uh, really well really well done really well directed um, can't wait for, I'm actually looking forward to the next one really um, think it's going to be pretty decent okay um, given what happened at the Capitol last week all the fucking neo-Nazi fucking storming the Capitol in Washington I listen to the the daily podcast from the New York Times every day given the name and there was kind of two in particular which obviously focused on that that were really interesting one of them was the day after it and they were just kind of reporting on what happened the second one on the Friday because this happened on the Wednesday the, the one on the Friday was more interesting because it gave you a rundown of how this thing was organised online weeks and days and months before it happened uh, these, these, these people were contacting each other on Twitter saying, look, don't get on a plane, bring your gun, but don't bring get on a plane, don't risk it, I'll pick you up, where do you live? You know, just get to this intersection and I'll, I'll just, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll take you there. Uh, this guy's turning up with, with jumpers saying, you know, Revolution Day, January the 6th, blah, blah, blah. This thing, and, and then, so it goes into that, then it goes into the reason why, some of the reasons why the, the police or the, the, the in state police, national guard, why they weren't so organised, or why they weren't and given in the same presence as they did during Black Lives Matter and what happened in Portland and all that sort of shit. Partly it's because of what happened then. The the, the scene of national guard uh, coming in, taking over state and city police operations yeah. was such a, a, an eye opener. It was over the top. It was unnecessary. Local mayors. And that world, we're kicking up, fuck, we don't want this, we don't want this. And so when it happened, <laughs> when it happened in Washington, kind of when it was most needed, it just wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, people have been called to resign um, because of that reason. Um, is it because of that? Is there a sort of political element behind that? You know, Trump, Trump had been in playwriting this for ages. He'd, he'd been setting the scene, he'd been urging people to do it. Did he have yeah. a hand in the lack of um, National Guard and that being there, don't know. Is there actually fucking a feeling in, in, the, in the police force that, that they agree with him? Does he have the military on his side? Are they stepping back and letting this happen, just letting that play out? So it goes into all that. So that's interesting as well. Uh, I'll, I'll put links to these in the show notes. I, I, I did give it a listen to, and it's quite interesting, just uh, more of the backstory 
and uh, some statistic it was like every 10 seconds I was getting like 100 new members or something like that and it was just insane and then when Facebook actually came around to kind of shut it down it, it kind of had the same effect as what you, you shut like a large group down they're just splitting her off and then you can't find them it's like I, I, I get it was harmful and they're the right mm. thing to do but it's like I'd rather have them where I can see them. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. similar to Trump getting banned and they're trying to make this whole parlor thing come off. But uh, like they shut that down. Apparently, they took off all the app stores. But it's like uh, and, and I, I Amazon, have... Amazon hosts yeah. that website, and now they've pulled it, so it doesn't exist yeah. anymore. But the damage is done because it's been there for so long. <laughs> the thing with that mm. Facebook group, it's only been like two or three days, but that was enough. To kind of yeah. congregate any uh, any of these fucking weirdos, and anybody who saw any pictures that they were posting on these like all these kind of fake documented um, so called fake ballots and everything like that, photoshopped yeah. and anybody who was like, no, nah, that doesn't look like a real voting ballot. I'm from that state. Cut, gone, out of the group. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, well, you can pick and choose your mates, but you can't pick and choose who's going to <laughs> buck you up in a military See, yeah. coup against the US presidents. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. The next Trump or the next coup or the next order or something like that, or to call it, might happen on a parlour. It might happen on a different app that most people aren't on. And so people are just caught unawares, you know. I'd rather have, even though he yeah, I did all that. I'd rather have him where I could see him. And then, like, you know, better mm. the devil you know than the devil you don't. But, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Because, well, it might be one day, it doesn't have to go along with an event. Like, this was because they were trying to swear in, or they tried to put a vote for uh, Joe Biden in that day. But, you know, it, 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 it might just be in a random day, a random place in America. You don't know. And it happens, and a hundred thousand people are aware, but you're not. <laughs> mm, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All I know is I've, I've cleared my diary for January twentieth just to see what goes down. Oh, uh, well, Trump did say he's no there. <laughs> yeah, he won't be there. Uh. But again, people are trying to like. As there's clear, Trump can be clear sometimes, so people do try to mind read him. Other times, there's people are like. I think he's just been a sore loser in this instance, and so he just doesn't want to see Biden right. win. But mm-hmm. other people are like, he's sending signals to his followers that so if they do attack, he won't be hurt because he's not there. And it's like, I think that might be a big mo- <laughs> bit. So he should just bomb the place, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like your your god won't be there, so <laughs> you can do what you want. <laughs> I think that's a reach, but. Anything else then before we round that up? No. No, I think I've co- uh, covered everything that I was kind of wanting to cover. Um, it was um good, good two weeks of full watching and drinking and present opening and a doll's house building in my house. So it was <laughs> hell of a hell of a good time. I tr- did try to make sure that each night me and my wife Izzy were drinking a different type of drink so one night we were drinking cocktails next night we were drinking wine next night we were on spirits so yeah it was 
good uh, good two week rest. <laughs> I'll end this by saying I fucking love eggnog. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> tried eggnog. it. Where have you been? Oh, we're going on to that. Where, where uh. have you been all my life? <laughs> Here's well, the Alan, LED, Alan Dildos, Eggnog is I, the way forward. I even Every year, I, that's going I, to be I, in. I Quite my job and just setting up an eggnog stall right beside that place, <laughs> outside the VA. Fuck your, <laughs> your donuts and coffees. Come and get some eggnog. No. Well, I guess a donut and coffee and an eggnog. <laughs> right. It's lockdown. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back as we take a deep dive in the 95 cult classic Friday. So we're back to talk about Ice Cube's movie debut Friday. This was recommended by our previous guest, Youngie. Uh, great choice. I, I've not seen this. Probably. We're super fun. We're super yeah, fun. We're Yungi. super fun, Youngie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he probably won't be listening to this given what he said on the last episode. The traders there, didn't he? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was say that was uh, Ice, Ice Cube straight out of fucking. Straight up with Compton out of NWA, wrote this, um, and it just, well, it was probably first hood comedy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would say this was the first, first big comedy coming out of that you thought. Anything you, anything you thought of any American movies, it was always about the gangs. Fucking people just getting shot up and serious just, stuff, wasn't it? Boys, yeah, boys in the boys in the hood, boys in the hood, masters, society, all the hard gritty, um, yeah. And then Friday, yeah. How can you make Compton funny? <laughs> it was um, <clears throat> two. The the budget was two million dollars. It was shot over just twenty days. Mm-hmm. So obviously, two million went went in uh, Smokey's weed budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But an, an absolute high school essential for us. You know, I, for me, it was like you, you couldn't go to high school and not watch this film. Just be impossible. You'd be cut out every conversation, all the yeah. quotable lines and everything. I've kind of oh. picked up all the quotable lines just by osmosis, by on the internet and stuff like that. All the the gifts or the or the. <laughs> just by being around and talking to people but I'm so glad I watched this movie so is uh, it the first time you've seen it? first time I've seen it yeah I, I, the funny thing is I'd seen it but I, I didn't know what it was called <laughs> even though it's probably where there was no, like, no one thinks about it it's such an easy yeah. tale to remember I've but got that, to admit this is the first time I've seen this movie sober <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> all the and analysis all was needed that, yeah <laughs> in all but, senses yeah, no, I had a couple of pints but yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of sad news revolving it though with the, the Debo actor I believe his name was Tiny Lister yeah, um, yeah. Uh, he passed away last month actually mm. and I heard a lot about right. that and um 
he was also in a movie, uh, like a wrestling movie, uh, standing across uh, Hulk Hogan. And he was mm. the Zeus, I think. Uh, he was named as in that movie. And obviously, yeah. you can take one look of it, you can see, yeah, that's a, that's a combatant when, right there. <laughs> when you get to that size and you've got a cockeye... Um, <laughs> then there's only certain roles that you're going to be able to play. Yeah, it's a type cast. Path, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but did you notice? Um, it was quite early on in the film, actually. See when he knocks the fuck out the first yeah. person. Oh, red, <laughs> red eye. Yeah. Um, did you see who was playing craps with him? It was a uh, Michael Duncan's. Is it Michael Duncan's shirt? No, what's it? What's the guy for the Green Mile? Is that the guy who is uncredited though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uncredited, but because um, I'd noticed him when I was watching it just there, um, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, man, I can't believe he was in this, and never even knew he was in this." Yeah, I was uh, yeah. looking I through a, the a quick search, and I was just like, "Yeah, um, a blink or you'll miss it thing." Yeah, there's, there's uh, loads uh, of them. Oh, massively, yeah. Michael Clark Duncan. That's the one. That's his name. Um, bye. That was, that was quite cool. Oh, to, so he's the he's the green male guy. No, never noticed that. Uh, There's loads of shit like this, by the way, in the film that I've picked up. Well, no bit of me seeing it, just uh, <laughs> read into it. I'll say. Yeah. Well, I'll say, like, let's yeah. start with the, the kind of context of the film. It was released in the UK, anyway, 30th of June 1995. Right, 95. Not right. Well, so let, let's take you back to Arig. Number one song at the time. This was inescapable. Anywhere lies. Um, it was. It was. Uh, Peter Andre. No. No. Right. Okay. I'll get a couple of clues. It was actors singing singing songs and got to number one. And it was there for ages. Actors singing songs got to one for ages. I can't think. Nah. Three T. Um, nah. You came out. Nah. nah, nah. Uh, Robson and Jerome Unchained Melody White Cross of Dover That was number one Wow number one song for, for a good few weeks <laughs> <laughs> The number one film The UK boxer's office I've never heard of it In the Mouth of Madness Oh I've actually heard about that uh, The main guy in Jurassic Park Actually Sam Neill But it's kind of I believe it's It's kind of unofficial trilogy with other movies like The Thing uh, mm-hmm. you know the Kurt Russell movie I think I believe is another but it's kind of make a kind of trilogy it's kind of like an air trilogy almost like kind of unofficial right. uh, like you see that mm-hmm. bundled together a lot but apparently it's kind of like Lovecraftian and stuff yeah have you mm-hmm. watched that? no I, I've heard a lot about it <laughs> well you've got two weeks though <laughs> <laughs> report back uh, the number one film in the US was Pocahontas the Disney film Pocahontas broke Congo's war, uh, record for the highest weekend debut for a film featuring a female protagonist which was set mm. two, two weeks earlier uh, beating Alien really? Alien wow. record Congo beat yeah. it and then two weeks later Pocahontas beat it that's mad yeah even though that Alien. time you, you normally think Stallone and Schwarzenegger and stuff like that there's a lot of like action women as well 
Yeah. What do you think is the film? No, I, I've not. I don't know the answer to this. But what, what film do you think? Is the highest <laughs> Probably rating? Captain Marvel or something like that. Just some, nah. you know, Disney. But well, I was thinking, I was thinking Moana. But yeah, uh, maybe one. You probably look that, but I, I put oh, like my Wonder Woman. Actually, I'll be Wonder Woman, won't it? Or no? No, that, Wonder Woman. I don't think Wonder no, Woman done that well. No, because that would have um, been in lockdown. Yeah. So presumably, well, well the, the second the, the Wonder Woman one, was ah yeah. uh, yeah. right. So the first thing, but even even I with put, that, I'd say it's, I put a tenor on Captain Marvel just because it's part of the, the MCU and I was yeah. blown all the things of the war and everything mm. no I would, I would kind of yeah I would hedge my best way down there I can't, I can't think of any other big massive wound leader oh, maybe Aliens you know the sequel to Alien that probably did very well itself yeah okay I think we'll yeah. shit not knowing is we'll it we'll come back to it <laughs> yeah we'll yeah. come Right, okay, uh, so a great thing when it's doing this podcast right, and then uh, right, or or what we'll do is we can just uh, keep talking and we'll yeah. do something and Kieran will edit Ma- for it. Can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be asked. Move on. Well, a, a great thing with doing this podcast is that obviously we've got to watch random movies in random order and you see some actors overlap. So we saw Bernie Mac again and we saw the yeah. small guy from Bad Santa yeah. making mm-hmm. making another appearance to Christie's third nipple, and it's just it's so funny. He's like, "Oh, it's never good." <laughs> you like, you know, you're in for something good. Thirty years on, and they're still, oh, well, twenty five years on, and they're still rocking the silver screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this was this is a big warm. Oh, Bert. Uh, I was just saying, this um, quite a low budget film, but. Chris Tucker was saying, I listened to his um, appearance on the Talk is Jericho podcast does, mm. and he was talking about the low budget and how you basically just had two takes to do everything. Yeah. Unlike when he did um, all the shit with Jackie mm. Chan. Uh. Just by like, it if you want. Uh, yeah. But even still, Ice Cube still told him to just, you know, ro- roll with it. You know, so Chris Tucker was improvising a lot of his lines. And so people were kind of reacting to that on something well, just a low budget. So but you wouldn't really tell that. You would think not that it was tightly scripted or that, but it worked. It flows. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It works really well. Um you can't see any kind of you wouldn't put that you wouldn't even think that watching that movie that there would be more than kind of two takes. That's I'm pretty shocked at that actually that fact actually. Mm. Um I thought they were kind of rolling through plenty, loads of script and um, Cube and the other writers are sitting, scribing away at the site. Trying to get every word nailed down. Yeah, definitely. I suppose they were all straight, not too far from the street um, in the timeline that they've been kind of famous. So they were able to still bring, bring home their their honesty, their honest approach to being stoned, yeah. being looking out for big, big ass, bald, bald headed <laughs> niggers that are going to steal you. I love that so, yeah. musical intro you had with Deepa. Whenever you heard it on screen, you had the 
was it the bass or something? Yeah, 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 he, was, yeah. he was a riot. Something I noticed the second time I came on was like, you know, crows, the sound of crows in the background. <laughs> or, yeah. or vultures huh? even. Something like that. And I just wondered, like oh, death is that or something, yeah. Yeah, is that, is that, does that happen the first time as well? I'd like to go back and, and see. But definitely the, one of the, the second or third time he rolls on in his bike, you just hear the, you know, the craw of the, the crow. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I, I lost his up as well with the he got fired on his day off yeah like <laughs> his legs never hurt <laughs> like how are you going to get fired on your day off <laughs> undoubtedly the best character one of the best characters has got to be the dad the dad's great yeah. be back in uh, 35 to 45 minutes <laughs> don't go in there <laughs> oh, he's absolutely amazing. This kind, this movie must have set him up. I, I don't know if he, how many films he had beforehand, but this must have launched him. John Witherspoon. Yeah. So he's uh, he's another one who's dead now. I know. Yeah, he died. It's uh, good going for this film. No, it's not a good sign. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan Debo. <laughs> Bernie Mark. Bernie Mark. Uh, Mark. Jeez. Oh, by the way, Tarek, this boy had a fair. Uh, oh, his his IMDb list pre nineteen ninety five goes all the way back to nineteen seventy seven when he was in the Richard Pryor show, the TV series. He was in the Incredible Hawk TV series. Um, Oh, Hill Street Brew. Oh, I, I missed that. I missed that episode though. <laughs> <laughs> Being swimming about in my dad's bollocks. Yeah. There's <laughs> uh, Boomerang, Meteor Man. Boomerang. Fresh, he was in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right, so that was so was um, so was the what's the girl at the start? Well, the Debbie. Is it? Mia Long. Who's Craig, who Craig's after? Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was um, she was fresh Prince Belair. She was uh, trying to marry Will Smith down, and then decided, how the hell can we continue on with the show with Will Smith being married? And okay. Then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, instantly ended that. I remember, like, just before we sat down to watch this. Uh, you were texting me, Tarek, and you say something like, I hope it's still like good, I hope it's still funny. And see mm. see the bit where uh it's like a flashback to when Smokey takes well smokes with a uh, Hector and his pal and the smoking angel mm-hmm. dust and he takes too much of it. He ends up getting chased in the street with a car right behind him. That is <laughs> hilarious. He's really naked, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll ever not be funny. Yeah. Uh, there's so many uh, uh, just laugh out loud moments in this film. Going back and watching it again. Uh, it's been yeah. so long since I watched this. I, so, I was actually uh, crying, like, full blood tears when Smokey needs to go to the bathroom, but he's locked out of his house because he's mum. <laughs> then runs around and takes Smokey to the, <laughs> come the garden. Then Ezel, uh, Ezel, like yeah. a neighborhood crackhead yeah. comes along, he spots him, and then he's like, Oh, he's like, don't tell anybody. It's like, No, I won't. It's like, Smoking's taking a crap in his mouth. 
Won't tell anybody else now. <laughs> it's funny because there's nothing you can do about it. Once you started, you're in that position. His <laughs> face as well is just a betrayal of shock. Uh, but I think, I think the best thing about it is how, how relatable it is for people growing up in the 90s kind of your mates were your mates and that was how solid you were yeah you would ride or die with them you, if they were due 200 quid well no nah, I'd ditch the hell out of you <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean it's just kind of everybody was it was all about the street the street rules and you need to make sure you. even his dad was kind of saying that to him so, oh drop the gun and it's all about your fists you've got to if you want to be a man yeah. you'll yeah. you'll push on with your fists and Such a that's that's what kind of made it yeah. uh, and it's, I mean how good Ice Cube was at writing it um, and I can't remember who else the other person was uh, kind of bringing that type of thought process as well as the comedy Mm-hmm. and he got it he, he really nailed it with Friday I think uh, DJ Pooh had a big say in it so the guy who plays That's Red it, DJ Pooh yeah yeah, it's yeah. So the guy who plays Red who apparently was up for being smoky mm. at one point it's pretty funny if, but yeah. Uh, yeah if it wasn't if it wasn't Chris Tucker I know just like yeah. absolutely fucking nails it. He's this this You oh, got that the fuck out Go <laughs> <laughs> and say that again, Dan. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> Dad was drinking, so I had to time it well. You and just <laughs> 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 really spar over my Christmas present then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got not the fuck out. See uh Awesome. On, on his podcast, so, so, he talks about being physical with his comedy, and there's no better mm, than that. Yeah. So when he like jumps on top of the guy, his body just shakes, his head's giving it, it was, back yeah. forward. <laughs> you got back the fuck out. <laughs> even when, uh, even when just before he's awake, when um, Rob Craig's next door neighbour and yeah. Debo's standing in front of him and he's doing all these faces behind Debo's back. <laughs> <laughs> does oh, it so well because he's, he's obviously kind of like uh, in fear of Debo and whipped like everyone else's and like you know, they're playing craps earlier he's like oh I won Debo looks at him and he's like I lost <laughs> <laughs> and the fact you're saying that that was done in two takes man this is yeah. I could I would have been everybody really laughing the whole time like these are well, a lot of season actors in here, but you know, I would have. Oh, just there's been... a lot of kind of like new guys as well. Old guys getting yeah, their oh, we've, we've talked about uh, Witherspoon and that being there, but this is Cube's debut. This is pretty much. I think I think Chris, Chris Tucker might have been in another thing, but this was his like, breakthrough, mm-hmm. really. Well, it'd be his breakthrough film. He was oh, he yeah, would have been yeah. doing. Oh, yeah, Hunter. Yeah, good bit of stand up beforehand, and like sort of what's the yeah. what's the TV show that every or that all the comedians go on like SNL. Eddie Murphy kind of get like, SNL uh, yeah that's it yeah so he would have been on that, all that type of stuff and um, like you, you talked about the gun the gun's almost like another character in this thing is it it's, it's kind of its own yeah 
sort of mm. if there's a theme in it it's it's whether you should use it or not and it kind of makes an appearance and mm. uh, I'm kind of glad that he didn't use it I know he, at the end he, he does shoot him but it you know cuts back to the speech with his dad which is about as kind of serious and emotional as the film gets when he's like nah I don't use the gun you know be like a man yeah. and then it goes to where he nah he didn't use it he put it down <laughs> and then he got his ass kicked <laughs> <laughs> but it's such yeah it's such it has such a heart it's so personal and that scene with his, with his dad and it's, it kind of talks about how kind of like evolution and stuff like he said back in my days you know you want you want some you're awesome you walked off with a black eye you're fine but I bet back in those days they didn't have a Debo or they didn't have <laughs> drive-bys in that in that style and stuff like that so it does talk about kind of like an escalation of of violence yeah, you probably had um, less to lose as well. Like, like I know these guys are broke, but yeah. they're still like wearing good gear. They've got the chains and all that sort of thing. They yeah. less, less to lose back then as well. Less to steal. Um, yeah, things were cheaper and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another thing I want to ask you about is Cube breaking the fourth wall. Did you like that? Ah, uh, I, I thought that, but. Um, Chris oh, Tucker does it as well. Tucker at does the he? end, yeah. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, he yeah, does yeah, it yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. Of, just just a wee bit after it. Um right at the end of the film, yeah, that's fine. I don't I'm mm. not too fussed yeah. about that. I, I, I did kinda I did think, well, do they need to do it? But um it's a comedy at the end of the day and he's just kinda <laughs> I, I feel like Tucker would have said nothing, that without miss. the camera there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to get one over on the guys who are like, wait, kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't ruin it. I liked one of them, the one where I think it's when Joy comes out of the car and comes to his house and actually gives him shit and he says, get the fuck inside. And he just goes, he looks at the cameras and to say, what the fuck? <laughs> We've all been there over it. That's the only one I think yeah. that works. Uh, the other one, the one with the ice cube, where it drops the ice the cube. Out. And, and I like that. No, nah, I didn't like that. And then there was one no, near the that, end as well. I'd, yeah, I think it's overkill. I think there's one that really mm. works. Yeah. I think the one, the, the ice cube one, that's good because it's kind of it's what it's, it's one <laughs> it's one scene where you're actually you're getting a wee glimpse of a kind of small segment of everybody's kind of persona. Where if you could get away with being a little bit dodgy with somebody who's being a wee bit of a dick to you, then you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, 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 and and yeah. that's and that's the whole that's the whole concept of that. He's bringing in you because he's doing something that everybody's yeah. probably done before. And by him breaking the third wall, uh, the fourth wall is just kind of saying, "Like guys, let's go. should we do it? Yeah, let's fucking yeah. do it." <laughs> and then, like, yeah, my dad's being a wee dick here. Let's go and give him a fucking ice cube that I've just dropped on the what fuck it. I mean, I was I was going to bring that that part up and kind of say what type of things have you guys done that's uh, been a wee bit comes comes uh... <laughs> no, I, I know what I share. It depends. On I was listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some mocking of the voice in a different room, quiet, so they don't hear. <laughs> just to be honest, oh, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> 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 nah, I hear you, Dan. 
I've done a few of them. I've done a few of them with your dad as well. So don't worry. <laughs> Kieran, are you keeping quiet? Yeah. And there's one of these I'm going to take to my grave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, with your friends it's different because you know you're just kind of like uh, you know they'll, they'll do a bad to you, but if it's like a pet oh. or something, you have to be really quiet. You're like, <laughs> come your mouth. Yeah, definitely. But no, I, I, I like the fourth wall break there. And yeah, what do you guys I think? think? I, I kind of get a, a waffy South Park when I hear Americans saying Craig. So it's Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because Craig's in South Park is such like a. Oh, he just like oh, a he speaks really, monotone. Yeah. yeah. And it's so weird, like this completely different character. It's also the same. Shut up, Craig. And so, <laughs> when you when you, when I watch this back, I'm like, are they? Is he giving himself the name Craig because he wants to people to take a piss at him? But no, that's just yeah. the way they say it. It's just the way they say the word Craig. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping that there was going to be something saying that he chose that name for some type of reason. But yeah. I, well, I think I in that kind of world, either. Get, use your name or they come up with some crappy nickname for you and it's like oh like Red Eye or like uh, or Smokey or something like that or Big Worm Big Worm like, I, I take Craig over Big Worm <laughs> I think I think he, he's got the kind of play the straight guy in most of the city so it makes a kind of sense he's got yeah. a normal name but yeah you want some uh, gangster rap trivia gangster rap beef mm. trivia oh Smokey convinces Craig to, to get high and, and when he eventually does take a smoke the song that comes on is Cypress Hill roll it up light it up smoke it up right and Great. the story goes that Ice Cube wanted the song to be another Cypress Hill one throw your set in the air that's what you want to play him. so he pitched it to them and I think one of the guys at Cypress Hill is called Be Real he said nah nah you're not, you're not getting that song We'll, we'll give you this song. They may have even written it, especially because when you listen to it, it's got kind of uh, smoking on a Friday morning or something like that uh, yeah. in the first quarter. So he gets that. Uh, so what Cube does is when he's in, in the soundtrack, there's a song by Ice Cube called Friday. And the chorus of that is basically throw your neighbourhood in the air like you don't care. And he just rips, <laughs> just rips it. Right? Major beef. Major beef. Uh, they, they, they guys like fall out for years. Uh, there's at least three diss tracks from Cypress Hill, just <laughs> major shade. Yeah, Ice Cube <laughs> loved to diss people, man. He, oh, he done he his own eye. Didn't they give two shits? Hi. My favourite song of his is No Vaseline, and that's like him throwing fucking major shade at the rest of NWA. Mm hmm. But you could tell that they, they must have made it up between that and this. You know, when NWA broke up in this in 95. Yeah, yeah, because he's Drake. still got Drake uh, coming Drake's in there. song, yeah. Quite a few different tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your heads ringing. He's produced oh. a couple uh, as well. Because mm. uh, that actually, if, when I heard that, I was thinking, whoa, fuck, when was this actually made? And actually, I was thinking, well, fuck, it must have been a good few years after NWA broke up yeah, or was it yeah. how, how soon after it have well, you got I, th- I, th- I think time frames there I think um, 
when in straight out of Compton, when you see Cube sitting right in the thing to fight it, that there's no danger that yeah, time that's not, match. No, that, no. that is no, just that's not. that is thrown together, yeah. checking loads of boxes. Mighty did that. Yeah. He died at AIDS. He wrote Friday. He da, da, da. But I'm thinking when Park died and when this came out, it was 95, 93. So, so Ice Cube left the group good. in 89. So, uh, so that's a good uh, while. Yeah. Uh, time for a beef to kind of raise up and settle back down again. Uh, exactly. It's funny that you should mention that, uh, kind of like referencing backwards, but like uh, this film did kind of breathe new life uh, a couple of years ago. Um, now, with the whole by Felicia thing taking uh, mm. over pop culture do you remember that everyone was saying that and then that obviously came from this movie so it's weird the movie from 95 just in like in like teens so was it just for, for beggars you would just be saying by Felicia yeah, it's just a way to get someone away from you you know you know right. walk away <laughs> kind of thing right huh? yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, darling. I, I, I never heard that reference. So <laughs> <laughs> I told totally you walk away a few times. <laughs> that's one of my things from earlier. I say it behind your back on a thing, Tarek. It might have something to do with it. The film Street of Compton, obviously, uh, Ice Cube's son plays. Ice Cube in Seattle Compton he wears the same gear as Ice Cube like literally the same well I don't know it was literally the same shirt but the same shirt he, he wears in, in that and he actually says the words by Felicia in that film as well so that might have had a resurgence that might have been plus uh, uh, it was 1985 so last year would have been the 25th like anniversary of it so that might have had oh yeah uh, that'll be the NWA uh, movie yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Any guys seen any sequels? I think you have not done. I didn't know there were sequels. No, there's two, isn't it? Saturday, Sunday. Nah, it's Friday and then Friday after next. Um, yeah, I've seen. I've definitely seen next Friday. I've seen that more than I've seen Friday. I think, um, from what I can remember, the were what I read is that there's only Craig, his dad, and Stanley that are in the second one from the first one yeah like even his mum his mum turns up in the third one Friday after next which apparently is like a Christmas film as much as like Die Hard's a Christmas film set so next so I remember next Friday was kind of set around a salon where he's kind of doing haircutting so this might be the where he's took the um barbershop idea and kind of ran with it later on ah ok um, and his cousin has got some crazy girl looking for him oh Christ I, I would really need to re-watch that because I was insanely high the whole time that I watched next Friday that's <laughs> 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 why I, I also heard but that were good films. Um, the guy who plays Izal. Mm-hmm. Uh, was meant to be in the second one turned up on set and shit and Cube just sent him away like oh. any other reason like nah bye mm. nah Felicia <laughs> yeah quite a weird when thing I first seen him, I thought it was Chris Hart just, uh, when I first saw him I thought he was uh, Chris Hart <laughs> right <laughs> right I've got I've got some I've got some mere trivia 
for years. Uh, the colour red was apparently banned on the scene on the set because they were filming in a Crips neighbourhood. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody knows blue, the fucking yeah. gangster rap, they were blue. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, the scene where uh, Debo punches red in the air when they were playing craps and all that shit. That house is the exact house where the director, uh, F. Gary Gray, grew up. That's his, it's his gaff. And does it says earlier, Ice Cube Shun O'Shea Jackson wears the same outfit and says, Bath Alicia in Stable Compton. Also, did you see uh, the opening credits? He's always running down the street with some boxes. Seen that? No. no. So that kind of opens the, the he's the guy that ends up getting fucking Craig the Sack. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that missed that. That's, yeah. that's absolutely yeah, amazing, actually. That's been over my head, anyway. No, I, I never seen that. Right I'll, 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 open, I'll, I'll be open. All these things I'm waiting to say here, none of them I fucking know. Like, another, <laughs> uh, another one is uh, see the scene where Joy is um, fucking. The classic hood rat is on the phone to Craig asking him where he's been. You were at the fucking movies last night with some tramp. Yeah. There's, that, there's an actually, there's a guy in the bed with her at the scene. You just see his back or something. He's apparently <laughs> lying on the bed next to her. Bet it was Debo. So she's <laughs> <laughs> actually the great character as well, by the way. Like, how how could you how could you take that if you're an actor on set and she's fucking pulling out the, the big nails and fucking the she must be pushing oh, the fuck yeah. Oh. yeah there's uh, the flashback scene where Smokey's in the car with Hector and his mate there's in the mm. background there, there's a wall and two guys are sitting on it and during filming they were kind of asked to move on but they were like nah we fucking this is my house <laughs> and I'm sitting here. Deal with it. You fucking move on. And so they, they and they were even offered like walk on roles or you know something to get the fuck. And this is not. You can't you can't tell me what today. So they're in the movie, but obviously nobody wanted them. Unnamed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Unnamed it's, on parole. That's I quite like that. It does add authenticity. We have actual definitely. People. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> When Craig's mum is having her breakfast, like those fucking slap up sausages, egg, last night's pork, yeah, yeah. Like she uh, uses the last of her sugar in her coffee. <laughs> you know how later on he's looking for sugar to, for the fucking, some juice. Yeah, for the, for the, Kool-Aid. Uh, hey, Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. So fuck knows what you did with the sugar on that, but yeah, she's actually seen apparently mm. using, using that. Uh, not one white person appears in the movie. Thoughts. There's black people. Wow. There's two. There's two okay. Hispanic people. And there's, uh, and there's one. I can't believe Asian. I can't believe I just said that's. The, oh, the Asian, the Asian guy is brilliant, actually. The Asian who owns the the black owned store. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is what we were talking well, about before with uh, uh, Trigger uh, Mike, Killer Mike. Uh, oh, Killer Mike, sorry, Trigger Mike. Who the fuck's Trigger Mike? <laughs> oh, I think he shows Trigger Warning. Yeah, Trigger Warning. That's right. Yeah. Which I watched. I watched that one, and I watched the one after it with the you know education and that. Yeah. He goes to the kids and says. <laughs> 
You don't, you don't yeah. need to fucking learn this. <laughs> I want to be president. Shut up. <laughs> You're never going to be president. <laughs> Get a job. You know, it's, you know, it's the 90s where obviously have a lot of jokes about like you know, black culture and that in this movie, but when they have the black old business, the Asian guy pops up, you hear that, like, the whoosh, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh no. I think but it was quite good that there's that no white his... people in this film. That's, yeah. that's quite, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know how many films that pulled in that type of box office figures hmm. would have had just kind of non-white people it, it makes sense yeah. given the setting you know who, who's going oh, to yeah, oh, massively yeah definitely um, even maybe centre around a lot of like black people and stuff like that. they might have like a white cop come in just for kind of that dynamic or yeah you know, yeah. Like, uh, yeah but there was no there was no racial kind of discrepancies yeah. in here yeah. or discrepancies there was no racial kind of nah. hatred it was just all this it's is how we live. It's not going to be if you just like live amongst black people. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it. All I got um, worried about was Debo and drive-bys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the only main thing was it would have been the kind of the their neighbour who was kind of in his dressing gown, quite posh, yeah. just kind of <laughs> quite. He's got quite he's got white, white women. Like. He? He's got yeah. white women. Yeah, uh, side, oh, oh, definitely. Uh, a carrot where it's like. Stay off the grass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that would probably be the only white reference you'd, you'd get there. Is that Stanley? Is that, yeah. His name is Stanley. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I believe it's Stanley, yeah. Yeah, so he's got a role to play later on then. Well, he's in the second one, I mean. Um, no, they obviously settled to do that. Uh, DJ Poo. Ah, uh, no, DJ Poo. Was it Craig Craig or? No, nah, F. 
Gary Gray. That's it. That's it. He's That's done. He's done quite a few things. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh um, yeah. Uh, he's went on to do a lot of different f- forms, like. Um. Like, uh, this is me just talking from having a he, quick scoop on uh, IMDb. I'm on there now, right? So he directed after this the Waterfalls video for TLC. <laughs> Keep your heads ringing video for Dre. Two biggies. Uh, Babyface, Whitney Houston, The Negotiator, R. Kelly, Outcast Miss Jackson video. Well, forgive the R. Kelly then. There are a few for R. Kelly. Oh, uh, Be Cool. Straight out Compton, he did that as well in Fast 8. And Men in Black International, what the fuck's that? What's that? Well, yeah, that's the newer one. Well, I don't think we'll ever discuss Yeah, Chris Hemsworth and... When they yeah. tried to make Chris Hemsworth a comedian actor. <laughs> right, enough said. Yeah. They tried to <laughs> replace Will Smith with Chris Hemsworth and nobody noticed. <laughs> 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 instead of man I make this look good it's just Australian accent like, <laughs> like man, look at this look great <laughs> I've, I've never seen that actually but <laughs> yeah anyway Friday anything else to add no just um, it's Friday you got shit else to do <laughs> <laughs> ain't got a job let's get high <laughs> <laughs> not advice to the listeners <laughs> that is advice to the listeners <laughs> that is if they're on furlough <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> right okay next thing which will be in two weeks because we're doing these every fortnight now hopefully giving you guys plenty of time to catch up on previous episodes and watch this film as well so you can just get in on the on the jokes and everything that we, we bring up when we're discussing the film but I've got a choice of two one's a dark comedy and one's very much not uh, the first one is Born After Reading I mentioned this in the group chat I don't know a lot about it I know it's um, apart from it's got George Clooney in it, uh, and it's a dark mm. comedy. Mm. There's something about it just kind of tricked me. Yeah, I should I should do that. Or another one which I very much intend to watch is Dead Man's Shoes, mm. which I think is an older guy. Um, it's, it's UK. It's um, oh the fuck, what's his Scottish. Name? Scottish based is it yeah 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 Shane um, Meadows so I think Shane Meadows like is famous for like really gritty uh, British dramas and so Richard returns to his no it's not it's uh, Derbyshire Richard, right. Richard returns to his hometown in Derbyshire soon after serving as a paratrooper in the British army he learns that his younger mentally impaired brother Anthony uh, has been basically getting abused by a group of drug dealers ah oh, fuck I have seen this I have seen this this is I've, bringing it back I've out. never this seen this this is grim this is grim yeah. 
It's um, brilliant, but it's so grim. He takes revenge on these guys. He brings it upon himself, like, well, fuck you guys. Yeah. At least you're not going to do nothing. Oh, it's so bad. It's, like, it's great, but it's, it's a hard watch. I don't know if it's, <laughs> it's worthy of this. The only reason that I was saying that it was Scottish was because um, Graham Sharp, G, was saying mm-hmm. that this is a great Scottish film. Well, I do want to get Scottish I'm, I'm naming and shaming him. Yeah. But I, I don't know, like, set and Shane Meadows is from Manchester, I think. He's a, he's the director. Uh, behind This Is England, all, all these series, like, terrific work. He's definitely mm. not Scottish. It's set in Derbyshire, so, yeah, there's many Scottish about this. Um, I, okay, I'm going to pick the other one then. I'm going to pick... On after reading, right? Cool. It's on, it's on Netflix, and that's what we'll do in two weeks. Right, and Kieran, um, I want you to start watching The Boys. Yeah, front right. Okay. Yeah, definitely, because okay. I think it's not something that you would normally go to. Um, well, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, yeah. It's kind of the reason I've picked as well that this film is something that we've none of have watched, which I think is good. Mm. Yeah, you, once you start watching the boys, I wonder where it's been. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was <laughs> people alive. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh man, I'm fucking excited. Okay. Right. If you like what you hear, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Get in touch on Twitter at Chrissy's Nibble or head to anchor.fm slash Chrissy's Nibble to leave a voice message. We will play it on the next episode if you do. Go on in and 60 I seconds. Will on you go. Make a, and I will make an Instagram page at some point. <laughs> 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 like I promised a couple of episodes previous what pictures are you going to put on it? Ah, a nice picture of you a nice picture of Dan eh. loads of pictures of me it's <laughs> 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 so, the ones of you and uh, you and Brad that have you all smiling and him just disappointed <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> <two> of us <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'll get some pictures of uh, me and the mother-in-law doing uh, loads of steps oh, on, uh, <laughs> on with what fit bits. Right, uh, Dawn in 60 seconds, we'll bring that back next episode. And I think that about sums it up, so goodbye from me. Any last words from you guys? See you later. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.